Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I am your co-host, Andy Rieger, joined as always by sometimes a good friend, Matt Basinger of Swell Spark. Sometimes good friend, sometimes best friend. Damn, you are on fire this morning. <laughs> We're in the Let It Fly Media studios. Today's episode is brought to you by Emprise Bank with the lovely Miss Jackie Wise from Emprise Bank here. And today's guest is someone that we know very well. His name is Mike Chalfont. Mike is the president of My Freight World. Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Pleasure, pleasure to be here. It is. It's, it's, it's a great The pleasure Friday. is all mine. We're filming this episode at the end of July. It's been an unreasonably chilly week for July. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and by chilly, we also mean uh, 80 degrees. Yeah, it's been, it's been lovely. So, all right, Mike, uh, softball question just to get us started. What do you do? Yeah, uh, so my freight world, we're a, a, a non-asset-based transportation provider. So some people call that 3PL. There's all types of 3PLs, but we we mainly stick to what is, trucking. I'm, and I'm already interrupting. What does 3PL stand for? Third party logistics. Okay. Um, that we're can, learning things. That today. can you know involve cool. everything from like the warehousing side of things, picking and packing. We don't do any of that. Our our bread and butter is um, just the transportation of of goods from from B to B mostly. So. Mm-hmm. We kind of do business to business for oh, you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. So if I wanted liquor from your business to arrive at my business, we could hire Mike to yes. wow. personally drive down, pick it up and yes. take it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue, Mike. Sure. Uh, we have kind of two sides of our business. One is kind of a managed transportation arm where we will work with companies and they, the existing uh, trucking relationships and contracts that they have. We'll bring in technology and people to help it run more efficiently. We do freight bill audit and pay. And uh, those are generally larger kind of enterprise level customers. And then the other half of our business is just kind of classic freight brokerage where we own all the trucking relationships. You know, our job is to know the carriers out there. There's 600,000 plus trucking companies in this country. You know, all of them, first name basis. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. And I would say 80, 80 to 85% of them have uh, five trucks or fewer. So it's a very fragmented kind of um, source to, to reach out to. So uh, our customers work with us because um, it's easier and more cost effective um, than trying to do it on their own. So, so how do you book? Let's talk about that. So if someone wants to work with My Freight World and I got to get a pallet of liquor to Matt's place, as if, you know, we were following all the laws, of course, to any regulators listening to this. <laughs> How would we go about that? Sure. And sanitizer. And sanitizer. Yeah. There we go. Sure. So what Andy's describing is like a less than truckload shipment, one pallet, you know, one to six pallets, um, which I kind of compare to the commercial airline industry. You know, you're, you're sharing truck space or plane space with a bunch of strangers. You are not flying direct. Um, you're going to stop at a terminal or another airport and pick up other passengers or freight. And then uh, and the transit time is going to be slower and fine direct. So these are all big trucking companies that do what Andy's describing. Um, FedEx, Roadrunner, Yellow, um, Saya, Old Dominion, names that you would recognize and see all the time. And so we have uh, rates with all these carriers that have been established for you know, 20 plus years. 
And uh, we've got a portal that's similar to orbits or Travelocity when booking an airline flight. And you can go online and kind of self-serve and basically say where you're going, where, where it's coming from, to, from, uh, or origin, destination, weight, and then kind of the size of the shipment. And you'll get a list of options at different price points and different transit times. And you've just picked the one that, you know, fits best for your needs. And once you click that book button, we'll, we'll, we'll send a pickup request to the, to the carrier and a truck will be on its way. So let's, let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, were you like, you know, nine year old back of your little nine year old baseball card? It's like, what do you want to be in Europe? You're like, I want to run a shipping company. <laughs> freight company or uh yeah how, how did you get into this oh, good you know? great question i i studied accounting in in college just because i was encouraged that it'd be a somewhat of a well-rounded degree you know could you could do accounting or you really could do anything um and so that's what i did and i worked at kpmg out of school here in kansas city in the audit department really was, small accounting company mm-hmm. mm. yeah did that for a couple of years. That was that was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. A lot of really smart young people got to work with. Um, but I, th- you know, when I when I really was honest with myself, I didn't see myself being a you know prof- professional accountant, for lack of a better term. I was more interested in and in trying to help a, a business grow and and you know grow profitably and and uh, just be a part of that. So it's really just kind of. You know, dumb luck in, in a sense. I was working with a recruiter, mm-hmm. and this, an opportunity uh, was available where they wanted someone with accounting background that could handle all that, but also maybe was interested in, in doing a few other things. So it was a perfect fit. And once I got in there and kind of started to learn the industry, it's it's extremely fascinating. Um, that was nine years ago, and I saw. A lot of inefficiencies, which I saw as kind of. So, by the way, where did you start when you came into my freight world? What was your role? I was the director of accounting. Okay. Yep. So, kind of learned the business from from the numbers, and then kind of more gradually got involved in some of the uh, operations areas, pricing, um, sales, marketing, recruiting, and I was uh, I was CFO for. For a couple of years, and then about two and a half years ago, was named president. So, congrats! Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. I've I've relinquished a lot of accounting duties, which is which has been kind of nice and fun. I've got a great great crew that handles that. Um, so now, I you know focus on you know efficiency and and getting attracting good people and and arming those people with with what they need to succeed. So we know a little bit more about you and and the business and and how it's done and you know being that this is a business podcast sometimes people like those stories that are a little bit more in depth and not necessarily just this is what we do and who we are talk a little bit about sort of the hardships that you've had to go through over the last let's call it four years in working at the company sort of talking about the former ceo mentorship um you know getting an ownership stake yourself, sort of that, that, that climb up to, you know, really going from just a guy who plays with the numbers to really being the guy in charge and the one who's being given the keys to the kingdom more or less. Sure. Yeah. Um, so in 2018, I was 
named CFO. Uh, Kevin Childress was the, the guy who hired me. He was the CEO at the time of when I hired and, and back then in 2018 as well. Um, he was a great guy. I learned a ton from him. He, and we had a blast together. Uh, we had a lot of fun. And very sadly, after uh, a week after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, which he was there in attendance for, he uh, had a seizure and they found a, a tumor in his uh, brain. He had mm. and diagnosed him with glioblastoma, which is kind of what I think John McCain had it. It's it's not a good diagnosis. And um, and then in September of that year, he uh, tragically passed away. Um, and in that kind of time between February and September, there was a lot of transition going on. Um, that's when he and the board named me president and um, and he, he and his family agreed to sell his ownership stake to myself. So that was, that meant a lot that, you know, he believed in me and showed that, you know, faith and, and also wanted to give me an opportunity, um, that, you know, something that I'll always, always be grateful for. Yep. And I, I got to know him as well and he was a great guy. So you had mentioned, and we try not to say, the C word on the podcast, but you took over about two and a half years ago. The last two and a half years have been insane when it comes to shipping, distribution, trucking. Um, I get to see just a small sliver of that, but in taking over at a pretty unique time in American or world history, uh, what has what have the last two and a half years of either growth or stabilization or uh, what, what does it look like for your company? Well, it was... It was honestly a very good thing. It was a good thing for us. It was a good thing for a lot of companies. It was a good thing for a lot of our customers, which is why we were able to kind of grow with them and and you know gain overall market share. Um, when all the stimulus was put into the economy, people were were spending it, and they weren't able to spend it on travel or really going out to dinner. Um, they were spending it on you know physical goods for their for their home, or um, or maybe they were spending it to businesses were spending it on capital projects, buying machinery, you know, things that have to move on a truck. So there's just a lot of freight moving. The amount of freight coming into the ports was setting records, still still are. This last May was like the second highest it's ever been in, in the month of May, only behind 2021. Um, so it kind of took away all seasonality. It was just nuts all year round. And with the raise in interest rates we've seen recently, it's starting to slow down a little bit. We're starting to see a little bit of seasonality. Um, companies are still kind of skittish about not having enough inventory, but then mm -hmm. you hear about other companies that have too much of the wrong type. So it's still a good market, but it, I'm starting to, we're starting to see it kind of kind of return to pre-pandemic times. Seasonality is a word we haven't really heard over in the last two and a half years. Right. Yeah. No, no one's ever talked about just the seasonality <laughs> of their business cycle. What, uh, so we, you know, and even on this podcast, we have had folks from other uh, companies that are kind of in your sector. Um, and there's a lot of companies that do generally the same thing. I'd be curious to kind of hear from you about what you all do differently, um, how you have strategically made yourselves better in this fashion or why you focused on this particular type of customer. And so like, what is your sweet spot? And then with that, uh, as a, as a launching board, what are your goals for how you continue to either grow or sustain this company moving forward? And I think a big part of the question is also like, why do people choose my freight? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, absolutely. So 
we put a lot of emphasis in our recruiting efforts and we generally we kind of we recruit two types of people you know your green people that you just think are smart and have the ability to learn the industry is and that why you haven't recruited me yet <laughs> <laughs> and then we've also had a lot of success recruiting some seasoned people that were maybe kind of tired of corporate america we um we just have a culture where we don't micromanage we we hire adults and we trust them to do their jobs and we we arm them and coach them and, and try to give them everything they need to succeed and they've really enjoyed that and um i'd say the the things that our customers enjoy we kind of have some core uh, behaviors and um one is a really high gas level which which spans stands for give a you know no a what <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> science give us science give us science this is a podcast for adults what are we talking about here so <laughs> oh so give a shit got it okay. yeah there you go <laughs> keep going uh and customers feel that you know responsive re response time is huge for us um you're not our customers aren't sending emails to you know support one two three at you know xyzco.com um you're sending it to one or maybe two people and you're going to get a response back likely within 10 to 15 minutes. Um, we don't lie. We don't lie to our, our customers. We don't lie to our teammates. Um, and then we're, we kind of have the mantra that we're all in this together. Um, our customers included, mm -hmm. you know, what's good for them is good for us. And, uh, I really do think that customers can, can feel that. So, so you say you don't lie, like, what is that within your industry? Like, it, it almost seems like yeah. that's a big component of your industry. That's like the dirty secret that all the shipping companies right. participate in. So oftentimes we're, our task is to find a truck, a good quality truck so that our customers product can get to their customers uh, facility on time. And, you know, other, other companies I've been told, I've only worked on my freight world in this industry. But I've been told that other companies would maybe, uh, you know, give a little white light and say, yep, we've got a truck. It's on its way. And then at the end of the day, you can't find one. And, and, um, and the customer's kind of kind of screwed on a, on a Friday afternoon when the product's supposed to be there Monday. So we, we try to tell our customers, you know, very quickly if there's an issue because we believe that they want to be they'd rather be part of the solution than be hung out to dry. So you're basically like the the boutique of shipping where you're going to get just the best service, but it's not 10,000 people that work there. So if you're Amazon, you're not the sole solution for Amazon, but when they got those specific little shipments that they're like, I just got to make sure this is taken care of perfectly. Right. That's sort of the niche you want to fit into. Yeah. So that's a great question. We, we got about 50 people and, and growing, we're growing. Um, we're very picky about who we hire, but we're, we're growing up maybe, you know, a dozen people a year um, trying to grow quicker, but it's been a really tight labor market. Um, it and, has. And the, the market, the market that we're going after is kind of that mid market, particularly on the, the freight brokerage side. Um, companies that have revenues of, you know, five to 250 million, but they only have maybe one to three people in charge of getting everything moved. And so that company has made the decision to, to outsource um, that need. You know, if you if you get bigger than that, it might, it might make sense to you know insource, you know, bring that in house. But our bread and butter is kind of that mid market where, um, and a lot of our customers are growing quickly, um, so they just they have to put all their effort on you know their their core business. 
Well, okay, so I got one you more got question. One more. Yep. And I'm gonna do a, a, a silly question. So before the show, you were telling us that you're a twin. Do you and your twin ever switch roles? And does he show up <laughs> and everyone says, hello, Mr. Chalfont? And he just says, hello. And then goes and sits in the desk and acts like he's you. You know, I, it, that hasn't happened yet. Um, yet. We, I heard we, they pulled, yet. we pulled it off in the, in the fourth grade, but it hasn't happened in <laughs> my freight world. Um, he lives in my twin lives in San Francisco, so usually when he's in town, he's you know either busy working from my parents' house or um, you know spending time with family. But it will happen. So for all the my favorite world people, look out, get ready, world, stay, stay on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, we always we always end with something uh, having nothing to do with business, and so um, the question of the day: What is the coolest thing you've ever done? You know, aside from like family and children and all yep, that. Yeah, you right? know it. You yeah. know, you know the rules. Um, <laughs> you know, especially when I was younger, I used to go to a lot of sporting events. I, you know, been to three or four different Final Fours, uh, an Orange Bowl. Um, Two thousand eight, I'm assuming. Yep. Rock Chalk. Yep. So you can guess where I went to school. Not to be confused with the nineteen forty. <sighs> well, he looks kind of old. Kind of old. Nineteen sixty eight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the the best sporting event I've ever ever been to, and I've been to World Series games too, mm. but the best event, the most electric atmosphere, the wild card game. 2014. 2014. I agree. I was sitting with a buddy uh, behind home plate at the very top of the stadium, about mm. five rows from the top. We were right next to each other. And it was it was so cool. Yeah. We probably high-fived. That's probably we when we met. Yeah, I, that's okay. That's where I know you. There it is. That's right. There it is. Well, Mike, uh, on behalf of Let It Fly Media and Prize Bank, the Jay Rieger and Co. Distillery, Swell Spark, super grateful that you joined us today, shared a little bit about your industry and your world, and uh, look forward to your continued growth. Uh, last quick question. So, winner if folks, you're, you're trying to grow a 12 a year, that's one a month. Yeah. Um, you know, folks who are interested in making that switch, how do they find you? Uh, the Our, our website, myfreightwell.com. Yep. Um, recruiting at myfreightworld.com is an email address. Um, we're on LinkedIn. Yep. And do they just say Matt Basinger sent, sent yes. me? And, and then that's how Referral you... Referral fees. Yes. There it is. Finder Perfect. Fees. Um, well, man, thanks for making time for us. Wish you all the success and excited to see you continue to grow here in Kansas City. All right. Thanks, guys. I enjoyed it. <laughs>